following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hello and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show, bringing you the best in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. Echo. I hear an echo. Echo! Chad, do you hear an echo? No, I just hear you. Okay. I hear an echo, me. We got it. It means what would we be turning down if we have an echo, Chad? I don't know. Talk, Ron. I hear an echo. Yeah, we have echoes. How about now? Here, turn this down. Echo, now try it. Echo la. There we go. Echo is a gonna. Okay, we don't have an echo now. Someone touches our equipment here on Monday nights at 10 o'clock. A redhead, a gorgeous <laughs> it's redhead. A ghost. It's a ghost. Ooh, ghosts. I, know, I still, I still hear, hear an echo. echo. <laughs> I still hear an Maybe it's a ghost. Left over from True Ghost Stories, Monday night at 10 o'clock with Cher Emily. And Rebel Medler. And Chad, Rebel. give us some quick input. What could we do to change that? What's this one? I can mute my mic. I don't know what that is. That's a nice Here, one. I'll try one. My we mic don't normally though. have an echo. Here, I'll mute my mic. Maybe it's the air, the wire. Anyway, we cannot delay the I show. I know. we got to like change you the will echo, have though, to, right, now, let, let him introduce me before he has a stroke. Hang on. It's going to record an echo, though, and that's not good. No, it won't record an echo. It won't record an echo? No, sir. Okay, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jimmy <laughs> Star Show, Echo and All. we got a great show for you today. We've got uh, Morley Schulman coming on, Roger Grubb, Shane Layton, and Ken Pettigrew. It's going to be great. Before we get started, let me introduce my cool, outrageous man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. How do you do? Uh, hey, everybody. Today's show is great because we're going to find a wife for Morley Schulman. He's a bachelor, and he's desperately seeking Susan, or whatever her name would be. So, if you want, you can go into the chat room and leave your name and your specifics, like what you do, who you are, and whatever, and we will read your name and your specifics, and if Morley likes it, then Morley will give you a call. You'll be, flo- <laughs> you'll be flown to Canada, where he will take you to McDonald's for a lavish dinner. Anyway, uh, that's going to be fun on the show today. Let's see what crazies call in and what they have to say. Morley is one of the loves that we love very much. Morley is the sweetest man. And Morley's in the chat room going, what the F? Oh, Morley, <laughs> give it up, you old maid. It's about you time you got married. People like the rest of the world. Why should you be happy? Except for you. We forgot to introduce Chad and the man behind the board, I Mr. Chad never, Murphy. I never forget the what sexiest up? man in Florida. That's Chad. Chad. Our next movie where we need a hulky muscle man to save us from the world of, of a- extraterrestrials, we're going to hire you. You got you my have number. To wear a G-string and sandals. Oh, I don't know So about we want to give a shout-out, though, to everybody in the chat room. <laughs> Welcome, chat room, everybody. We're going to have a really fun show today. We're yes. going to talk about the new book, which is written by Roger Grubbs, A Mile in His Soul, based on Morley's screenplay. That's going to be a movie that Ron and I are going to be in. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to play some awesome new music. And oh, we're going to play Battleship by no, not Jennifer. Battleship. 
What, what is it called? Battle. So, add the ship to it. Make me a liar. <laughs> anyway, it's called... I'm from Battle the, by Stephanie <laughs> Todd. Battleship. <laughs> Battleship. I really do need to go to assisted living soon. No, wait, the song is called Battle, and I've got to tell you, and I swear on both my children and Jimmy and my dogs and myself, I made him play it about... 10,000 times. I'm not kidding you. We listened to this going, song for Going, going into hours. Pittsburgh, and I sat in the seat rocking and jazzing around, and some guy parked next to me, and he looked at me like I was a freak. You know, guys my age don't usually jive and get into music, but that battle, battle, just plain battle. old battle. Plain old battle. Is friggin' phenomenal. I love that song, and we're going to play it. Absolutely. Chad, how was your weekend? It was good. We had a couple gigs and uh, rocked the house, and this weekend we got three gigs coming up, so it's a busy week for me. There you See, go. we're all working. Praise the Lord, we're all working. That's right. What bad economy? What? And how is Pittsburgh? He fellas? said, "Praise the Lord." Oh yeah, what bad economy? You're right. Yeah. Well, you know, being being my age, fifty, and having five movies to make, I think that's thrilling. When I was nineteen, I didn't even have five movies. But then I was young, like everybody else. Now that I'm an old bag and I have a, a certain look, they're all after me. They want me now because I guess there's nobody around that's 110 that can speak, walk, and have their own teeth. Yeah, you look pretty good for buck ten. Oh, you have all all those things. You can do all those things. Yeah, of course. Well, <laughs> and, and I could do more Jimmy stuff. Oh, hey, hey, hey. You guys, too, we had a great time. We should talk about it for a real quick yes. moment. We did Croker the movie, you guys. Ron was awesome. We were out in the woods. He was afraid of the ticks and the bed bugs. No, no, and, no uh, bed bugs. Listen, it's it's like 2.30 in the morning. We're in the middle of the woods with just a stupid light and the camera lights. And, the and bugs, there's deer the, and bugs everywhere. And the bugs are attacking us every five seconds. They sprayed me to death with pets, pesticide that I think I've got some kind of a disease now, pesticides. Anyway, <laughs> we went into the woods, and I can't tell you what happened because we give away the plot, but my um, deputy sheriff had to do something rather different, and they wanted me to walk in the woods to see her. And I said, no, no way am I walking out in that woods. There's snakes, there's bats, there's rats, there's syphilis, there's everything. Yeah, that's woods. so funny, Chad. Listen to that. He goes, <laughs> if you go in the woods, you're going to get syphilis. <laughs> no, no. You're going to get rats, crabs, bugs, syphilis, everything is in that woods. I'm not going out there. <laughs> Two o'clock in the morning, walking through these dense woods. So they made Jimmy do it. So when you see the movie and you see the flashlight looking for my It's debut, actually me. <laughs> it's Jimmy. And I'm off camera going. What's, what was her name? I again? forgot. Oh, uh, what's her I, name? I forgot I my know. deputy's name. Quinn, Quinn. 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 Where are you? Quinn. Are you okay? Of course, with my Brooklyn accent. So it was kind of a lot of fun. Anyway, the film, I shot all my scenes. We work like dogs. Sunday morning, they did all my close-ups. They did the morgue scene. Uh, we did... Uh, it's awesome. Ron is awesome. Yeah, you guys I mean, are going to really love we really, this movie. We really worked very hard. It's a great script. Fred Turling did a brilliant job. And he was the nicest man to let us stay in his home with his lovely wife, Lori, who I call Lemon Lips. Of course, she's got kisses as sweet as lemons. And I love lemon, by the way. And um, they were lovely, lovely host and hostess. They couldn't do enough for us. They've insisted on us returning to their home. So we're selling this place and moving in on Saturday. <laughs> Hey, everybody. We had a good time, and Croker the Movie now has its own app for uh, Android phones and the iPhone. You can go to CrokerTheMovie.com, and uh, they'll give you a link to download the app to find out all about the film. It's really awesome. We want to give a shout-out to everybody in the chat room, Ken Pettigrew from the Ken Pettigrew Show. He's going to be calling in later today. We want to give a special shout-out to Leslie Nevarez. We haven't seen her. Nevarez. We haven't seen her in a long time. Nevarez. So what's up, Leslie? Happy to see you here. And as always, Ginger Irish and Chad Girl, the biggest... uh, 
Chad Lindbergh fan on the planet. She's awesome. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you got to love it all, and um, and I'm loving it all. Mm-hmm. And so we had a really good time, and we're going to probably go see either tonight or tomorrow The Conjuring. Everybody tonight, says it's a tonight. good movie. I mean, Everybody says it's t- a good movie. T- tomorrow I'm very busy. <laughs> no, I really am. No, I, 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 have, I have two books to read. Shane's book I have got to finish. A mile in – what is it? A mile in his pants? In his soul. Oh, A mile in his soul. I have to finish. I haven't finished, boys. Not that I don't like it. It's wonderful, fast reading. It's just that I'm so goddamn busy. I haven't even had a chance. You to just ho- said a bad word. What? God is not a bad word. But when you put it with damn, it is. Da- damn is, is like a dike. It holds back water. <laughs> um, and dike's a good word <laughs> to a lot of women. Anyway, um, what name made me forget? Oh, tomorrow? <laughs> what am I doing tomorrow? I don't know. Anyway, I haven't even had time to call my rotten, evil, miserable cousin Bertha, who I despise and hate. Bertha, what's up? We bitch, know she's bitch, bitch, bitch. You have not called me and Anna since like I was at Terry and John's at twelve thousand years ago. What's with you, girl? You better give me a call or else you know what? Your your legs are gonna get busted on the curb next week. So call me. Aside from the fact that I love her to death, she's my sweetest, loving, most loving cousin. Not to, mention, not to mention she's a multimillionaire, and I'm going to ask her to back one of our movies. I doubt if she's going to give us any money because she's also cheap. <laughs> well, that, oh. that's how she got rich, babe. Big that's asses that spend money are broke all the time. It's the tight ones that, that have the, the millions. That's right. Oh, well. That's, that's why I married goes. Jimmy. He's a big ass. The guy ain't got a nickel. <laughs> oh, boy. Me neither. The two of us are like broke. When we play in the movie we're going to London to do, A Mile in His Soul, I play a street person. I may just be one by the time I get there, and I won't have to act. Oh, get get over that stuff, mm. Chad. What's going on with you? We're gonna have Roger Grubbs calling in in a second. Like, are you, how's everything in Florida? It's all is it good. hot. It's hot as hell here in Pennsylvania. It is not. He's out of his mind. I'm sitting here sweating like oh, a pig. Please. It's dry and it's 82 and sunny with a breeze. It's delightful. It is so hot. It's yeah, not even funny, he's, Chad. He's how Florida is. It's just as hot as up there. Checked. What'd you say, Chad? It's probably just as hot as it uh, is down there, up here, whatever you call it. Florida's hot. Yeah, see, it's hot it's here, not too. Hot. I swear to you, Chad, Florida's trust me. Ask the, in the room, in the, the chat room, anybody living in, up north, is it hot here? It's Jerry beautiful. Emily lives up north. It's beautiful. Last week it was horrible. Yeah, I talked to somebody in New York this morning and said the weather's getting a lot better. It's gorgeous. We, didn't have, we don't even have air conditioning. Who, who we got calling in, Roger Grubbs? Yep, we're ready. I might have them. Here you go. Hello, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Hello, how you doing today? I'm doing good, Mr. Roger Grubb. Speak up so we can hear. Oh, actually, maybe that's just me. Can you hear him? You're on Big Mouth. They can hear you in Chicago. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Yeah, welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Good to be here. Um, Before we get started, let me introduce you to everybody, starting off with our cool, outrageous man about town, Ron Russell. Hey, Rog. How you doing? I'm doing great, Ron. How you doing? I'm doing good, buddy. And then we've got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Roger Grubbs, welcome to the show. Hello, Chad. Good to be here. Right on. And uh, say hey to everybody in the chat room. Hello, everybody in the chat room. There you go. So anybody who doesn't know Roger, this is his third time on the show. He's an author. He's a best-selling author. Mm-hmm. He's got an awesome website. You can go to booksbyrogergrubbs.com. Well, we've had him on because he writes so many books, it's not even funny. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about some of his books specifically. Specifically the fact that I'm suing him (laughs) because I wrote A Mile in His Soul. And I gave it to Morley, and it was on Morley's bed. I'd like to know what Roger Grubbs was doing in Morley's bed. (laughs) 
But anyway, Roger Grubbs picked up what I wrote and printed it. Now he has the nerve to say it's his book, this fabulous book I wrote. So Roger Grubbs, get ready for court action. <laughs> so you got okay. a mile in his soul. Congratulations. And it's, I right, guess it's, it says it's written by you and Courtney, which I think is your daughter. Yes, Dr. Courtney Grubbs, my daughter. And um, when uh, Morley asked me if I would like to convert his uh, screenplay over to a book uh, novel, uh, I said, sure, but I'm going to have to have some help. So I pulled my daughter in there. She has um, an MFA in creative writing and a Ph.D. in English lit. So, I mean, she was well qualified, but it, it, it really, really did help. Uh, make the book that it is. Um, everybody's read it so far. Really like it, so I'm I'm pleased with it. There you go. And um, where, well, tell us, tell everybody where you're actually calling us from. Uh, I'm from Orlando, Florida. You're kidding uh, with Texas accent? There we go. Pardon me. You have a Texas accent, Jimmy. That's too loud. I know, well, but I couldn't hear Al- anything before. Hello. Actually, I'm from Alabama. Oh, Al- Alabama bound. I got yep. the heechee-beechees, Alabama bound. <laughs> so, Didn't Roger, hear- tell the truth, Roger. Because we know when you're lying, our machinery will go, <laughs> Do you think you really wrote a fabulous book? Um, I really like it. I do, too. I, um, my daughter, of course, had a lot to do with it. We're co-authors. It's the first time we've actually... Uh, of course, she's done some things for me in the past, and she did so much editing to it, I really should have put her as a co-author. But this is one where it's actually officially we co-authored this book. This is her first one. Uh, and I would have to say this is probably one of the best written books that I've ever released. Well, it's a fast reader. Jimmy hasn't read it, have you, Jim? I read half of it. I haven't finished yeah, it. I'm on the end of it, and I want to tell you, I couldn't find my character in it that I'm playing in London. <laughs> And I was a little, you know, disconcerted by that. I thought, Jesus Christ, did they write me out of the book? Um, I no, guess I'm in there somewhere. I just don't know who I am. Oh, you're probably that guy that uh, uh, told, uh, you know, of course, um, Malcolm is the one that uh, goes through all this. You know, he's a big ego type guy. And then he ends up going, uh, you know, having to live out on the streets. And so he runs across a few people that he's been scamming, you know, secretly. So... The guy that said tells him what he's been telling all these homeless people, you know, like get a job bum. Well, that's that's you telling him to get a job bum. <laughs> that, that's like a page. I'm going to kill yeah. Morley. Well, actually, we'll I'm great in the book. I'm great in the book because I play the father to the. I forgot her name, but I'm the father of the of the lead character lady. Right. Yeah, it's the first time ever that the movie's going to have a gay father. <laughs> I don't well, think they're gonna. You better act butch, Jimmy, when you act because if they know that oh, you're, I can do if that. they know you're a sissy Mary, they're gonna say, "Who's she kidding? <laughs> She's playing the father, that big queen." Listen to that. Nah, my Jimmy's not that way at all. Yeah. So Roger, yeah. Roger, wait, Roger. wait, because I, I think everybody, uh, we should tell everybody a little bit about this. So wait, we'll get to that. Roger, when are we gonna meet you? Uh, I don't know. I'd I mean, love so much to meet you so we can talk about the book in detail. It's very well written, Roger, and I like your style. It's simplistic, it's to the fact, and it's interesting. You're not too flowery. You're just about the right amount of everything in the book. Uh, I would strongly suggest to everyone to buy the book. Um, if you cannot afford the book, chip in with your friends. It's only 15 Is that 15 15 It's 16 bucks with tax. 
buy the book and pass it around to all of your friends. So those of you who cannot afford the book, you can have 50 people read one book. Learn to do that. I hate when I say to people, did you buy Larry Spence's book? I break for, for uh, yard sales. And they say, oh, we can't afford it. Baloney. Uh, you, can have, you can get it on that stupid iPad thing. What is that called? Kindle. Kindle. Yeah, Kindle. 50 you can get it for three ninety nine. Yeah. Roger, are your books on Kindle, Roger? Uh, yes, they are. We have a total of 40 on Kindle. and uh, books? Also, they're available on um, paperback, too, but uh, you can get all of my books on Kindle. You've written 40 books? Yes. Well, we've released 40. I've actually written about 48. Wow. So you're an accomplished writer, okay. Well, I hope so. <laughs> Absolutely. Actually, I, I said the website once before, too, though, booksbyrogergrubs.com, and you guys can follow Roger on Twitter. It's at Roger Grubbs. Mm-hmm. Um, so one thing I love about this book, and even on the back of the book, which we're showing everybody what it looks like, it's a mile in his soul. On the cover is a picture of Mark Paul Wake, who's going to be playing the lead role. The role I was supposed Malcolm. to get. Oh, yeah. And, wait, I was too old. wait, I'm looking at it. I'm reading the back of it. I'm reading the back. No, this is mine. Yours is upstairs. Boys, boys, um, boys. Uh, Mine is the one that's open and has been read. <laughs> Mine has been read, too. Leave me yeah, alone. Right. Anyway. <laughs> I sent you guys two of them. That's right. He's got one and I've got one. <laughs> yeah, it's- but, Rog, you didn't sign them, and that stinks. Oh, I didn't? No, you did not dedicate. I have a coffee table filled with books from Rock Hudson all the way down to um, Blackwell, including Jane Russell and everybody. And I would like to put your book with their books. There you well, go. I- what I wanted to do with this is when we met, so I could do it in person. There you go. Good. I'll, I'll bring my book with me when we go to London. There you go. Okay. Here's what I want to say, though, because this is a cool thing. And everybody knows the Jimmy Star Show. We're big into social media. I met all the people involved with A Mile in His Soul on social media. I met Roger on Twitter. I met Morley on Twitter. We all got together, like have been tweeting and back and forth. Now we're all doing projects together. It's a really cool thing. And, um, uh, and then if you read the book... It's got a song, uh, and it, it talks about the, the um, guy who becomes homeless, and he faces the other side of reality, and that's a song by Hartley Mandel, who we had on the show, who's friends with Morley. And uh, we're going to be releasing the soundtrack on Spectre Records. It's a really, really phenomenal story, and I think everybody, everybody should definitely uh, buy it. And when we make the movie, hopefully we're going to be filming the movie at the end of this year or the beginning of next year. Um, everybody's going to come and see it. It's going to be an award-winning film. and um, A major release. And Roger, so Roger, real quick, so you did this book. We're going to have you come back in a few minutes uh, after we talk to Morley, but tell us a little bit about some of your other books because like, we've had you on. You wrote a book on how to, how to publish your own book, right? Um, which was a great book. Yeah. I love that one, and, I'm actually, and you mentioned me in it, which I was honored. I thought that was so cool. Then you have all the uh, Navy SEAL books. Like, tell everybody where they could go to find out more about all your books. Okay, uh, of course, my website is uh, booksbyrogergrubbs.com, and um, you can also go to Amazon, and if you just key in my name, Roger D. Grubbs, is the best way, and it'll show all 40 of them there, and you can just look through them. You can read part of the uh, books, you know, that's, uh, you can read a, like a chapter or two, so you can see what it's about. If you would like to buy it, then you can buy it. Uh, so there's several ways to buy it, but uh, what I'd like to mention is you, you mentioned the, the SEALs. Uh, we're in the process of trying to put together a movie on that, and it's kind of gotten delayed a little bit, but one of the reasons is we're trying to go full-fledged with this thing. Uh, we've gotten a, a young lady that's really, really 
ideal for the part. Rachel Brooks Smith, she's been in all kinds of things like uh, Bring It On, Fight to the Finish, Center Stage, Turn It Up, uh, Pop We've Star. actually, she's been, she's been a guest on the show, and I tweet with her all the time. She's awesome. Oh, I, that, that's the ideal. I met her uh, a few weeks ago, and uh, we're trying to get everything together to get this movie done. Also, she's looking at another one. I just wrote the script for In Love and in Dangers, a spy thriller. That, in Love and um, What? In love and in, in love danger. And in danger. Wow, that and, sounds uh, this good. And this is a college kid that uh, gets pulled into a spy thriller because of mistake. The um, the guy is supposed to meet someone there named Jill St. James. Well, Jill, and of course Jill St. James is the girl that actually uh, gets connected with him and before she knows it, she's inside of a major spy thriller and ends up going all over the world. It's, it's a lot of action, it's romance, and a lot of humor in it, too. So uh, Rachel's looking at that right now. So hopefully we'll be so able we'll be to get looking that for that one too. Well. Raj, answer me a question and answer me truthfully. Can you spell? No, I can't spell. Uh, my my friend Perry Winkler is a literary was a literary agent before becoming a Broadway producer, and she said to me, the writers that sent in their their galleys could not spell. She wanted me to write, and I said, I don't spell well, as you know if you read my Facebook. But um, she said, don't worry about it, Ron. None, none of the great writers know how to spell. And Hemingway, I understand, was the worst of all. Really? Yeah, Hemingway, they said, couldn't spell anything. Because he was always drunk, well, I, I guess. Got, there's, there's hope for me then, because I can't spell. That's why I have an editor. Uh, I have a, a team of people that come behind me. I write the story in about two weeks. I, I generally don't like to go over two weeks because, uh, you know, I want it get on through, get the plot, make everything fit together. And then in two weeks later, then I turn it over to my editors, and I've got a team, and we have a seven-stage process that we go through, and we fix all these problems. But when it comes out, it'll be perfect. So See that? Cause so, everybody wants me to write a book about my crazy life, my crazy antics, and I think I will do it. Well, I think so, you should. One thing, because I've actually read several of your books, Roger, I have to say for everybody who, even if you don't like to read, the stories are, are, are really good stories. He writes in a way that's very easy to comprehend what's going on. It's not like you have to like, you know, try and figure out what's going on. It's all self-explanatory. It's very exciting. Um, all his books eventually are going to probably get turned into movies because they're really, really good. And, um, and I just think it's like cool that you write so easy and that you, do, you turn out so many products. We do want everybody to get a mile in his soul. We do want everybody to support it in any way they can. We're still in like fundraising mode to get the movie completed. Um, I think it's really cool how, how you guys hooked up. Um, and I think it's awesome that you're talking to Rachel Brooks Smith. Uh, everybody should look her up. She's incredibly, incredibly good looking. She puts out this uh, show every week on the internet. Wait, wait, wait. she puts wait, sh- wait, wait, wait. Don't pause on she puts out. No, no, she puts out a. a then continue the sentence quickly. I am. She no, puts, you did. She, she puts, puts out, out a. She puts out a video every week on like how to take care of your body and and right. and the thing about like dreams. And she's built like you can't. Um, there's not a girl in Hollywood built better with a better like body. She's incredibly good looking. And she used to date the guy. I don't know if she still does, but she used to date. The lead guy on Teen Wolf, which is like one of the most popular shows on TV. So Angelina Jolie has the best body in Hollywood. And Angie Voigt, or Angelina Jolie now, has been named the number one top paid actress in Hollywood. And am I so proud to say I know her. There you go. My little Angie. So everybody, let's, uh, let's go to booksbyrogergrubs.com. What we're going to do is we're going to have Roger call back after we talk to Morley for a little bit. Roger, maybe join the chat room and then you'll know when to call back. We'll let you know. All right, great.
Cool. All Talk right. Talk to you later, alligator. Because we're going to have Morley calling in in a minute. And by the way, Morley, the, uh, the groom. Uh, just what? so you know, like Angelina Jolie doesn't have like a fighter's like a like an action star body. That's what I was talking about. Oh, because Angie's girl, got this a girl's gorgeous got, like, abs, body. like a dancer, you know, body. Angie's got a gorgeous. I've seen Angie in a bathing suit without makeup or fillers or anything. You need to look up Rachel. Hey, hey, Chad, see if you can find some pictures of Rachel Brooke Smith on the internet and post them up for people to see because she's like incredibly and hot. And then find some of Angie. Angie's <laughs> too skinny. <laughs> <laughs> Not for everyone. No, I know. But I, right. when you're talking about great body, I'm talking about the ones that would be on the cover of sportswear. I got another call for you. Here you go. Sports Illustrated. There we go. That's going to be Morley. 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 What's up, Morley? How's it going, gentlemen? It is going good. I don't really need to introduce you since you know everybody. We got our cool, outrageous man around town, Mr. Ron Russell, who's going to do a poll for you today. Are you ready to find your bride-to-be today on the Jimmy Star Show? <laughs> you know, if, if you're telling people to send the responses to your inbox, then your inbox is going to know exactly what the Maytag repairman feels like, Ron. So, got news for you. Was that all about? What, he says your, your inbox is going to know what the Maytag repairman feels like. Uh, exactly. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it either. I'm st- it's going to die of loneliness. <laughs> What is that? <laughs> it's going to die of loneliness, Ron. The machine oh, never needs to be fixed. He's always by himself. I don't think so. A fabulous, <laughs> wealthy, incredibly gorgeous woman, my gorgeous friend, Jita uh, Hall, asked um, if you like cougars. <laughs> she wrote it on my Facebook page in case you didn't read it. And I typed back, I don't know. He sort of admires girls Deirdre's age, but I'll ask him, do you want to be Gorgeous redhead who was married to Barry Sullivan and has dated kings and princes. Would you like to date Jita Hall, ex model, who is now suing an enormous lawsuit for Mad, the television Mad show? Men. Mad Men. They used her image in the beginning of the show when it opens. That's Jita. Jita. Well, well, I would I would ask first how ironclad her will is first. <laughs> Let me tell you something. She's from Sweden. Those Swedes live forever. They don't. They never and, die. They turn into ice cubes and, and melt away. I mean, Swedes. And, and can anyway, spell codicil? We got a couple. One girl said that she's great in bed. If that's important, is that important, Norm? <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Is this the Jimmy Star show? Is it the Ken Pettigrew show? I, I love no, Ken. No, 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 no. I love, I love Ken. And all due respect to Ken, I do not get anywhere or go anywhere where Ken does. I wish he'd have me on as a guest. I'd burn the wires if he thinks he's outrageous and wrong. <laughs> Wait till I get on that show. Even Ken will blush. No, I mean, is it important to how a woman makes love? Is she, if she's lumber or if she vibrates or if she moves? I mean, does that matter? Or if she just lays there doing her nails, telling you that she needs money tomorrow to go shopping? <laughs> I think I think at this point I need two women because that way when I fall asleep they have each other to talk to. Woo! <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. oh yeah, right, Morley. Yeah, we're going to believe talk to yeah, Morley. Right. <clears throat> I think that's awesome, Morley. Dude, the chat room's full of people. Say hello. I'm going to say hello. So hello, Aaron, my producer for a mile in his soul. I'm going to oh, say Aaron, hey, Chad. How's it going? I didn't know Aaron. Aaron's was in the man. Um, okay. Hey, Aaron. How you doing? Oh. Hey, Aaron. How you doing? How's the baby? <laughs> the baby's probably twelve years old by now. That's actually baby Imogen, so we call her Emmy. 
I'm going to give a quick shout-out to Sherry Emily and to Rebel. And, of course, to Leslie. Cammy, what's up? Cammy's doing his stand-up comedy this weekend, I believe, and I can't wait to hear all about it. Yeah, so we're going to actually gonna call in, and we're going to like promote the fact that he's going to be there for anybody in uh, California who can go see him. Who's that? I uh, yeah. actually heard part of, yeah, I heard part of his routine. Say that again? I heard part of his routine. Sorry, I, uh, I heard part of his routine. I think he's going to kill it. I think he's going to be a regular there. So I'm looking forward to hearing all about Ken's success. Cool. Oh, he's he's going to be he's going to be the next uh, Bill Maher, <clears throat> for sure. I also want to give a quick shout out to uh, Irish Ginger, aka Leticia, and of course Audrey and all the other guests in the chat room as well. So uh, thanks for listening in. There you go. You got everybody in there. So now I want to ask a question to the chat room, girls. If you were not married, if you say you're God. not, I believe you're not married, and all the girls in there, how many of you would date Morley Shulman? Morley's in the chat room, so he can see what they say. Yeah. Mor- all you guys say you're going to date him, so you don't make just, him feel just, bad in no, case you no, don't no, want to. No, just raise your hand. Just Rod raise your hand. Only deals in the truth. I don't like. Raise Morley. your hand. No, <laughs> Everybody in the chat room, say yes if you would like to date. If you would date Morley, if you weren't involved with somebody else. Yeah, and Aaron, don't don't say anything, Aaron, because you're married. So, oh, and if you, dude, you can say yes too. That's okay. I think that's hilarious. Sorry. <laughs> hey, Morley, that, that's great, Ken. Great, Ken, Ken wants to give me nightmares. That's awesome. Thank you. Okay. Oh, look at Ken Thank Pettigrew going on straight, and I'd put the wood to him. <laughs> that's, that's, and all of a sudden, my butt hurts right now. I don't know why, and I'm getting scared. So, um, <clears throat> Morley, did you hear that? Morley's in the chat. Yeah. Oh, he saw it. <laughs> Ken, you are one dynamite guy. Funny actually, as hell. Actually, everybody else in there would, too. Everybody's saying they date him. See that? Now, Morley, yes, if I could read your financials and you were gay, I'd go out with you myself. No, you wouldn't. If you had source financials, I would. You're after, married. After, after a mile in his soul, you may be divorced. I may be marrying <laughs> this guy. <laughs> the way the mile, a mile in his soul is going to make millions of dollars when it hits the, the theaters. There you Speaking go. of a mile in his soul. <clears throat> there you go. So, yeah. So just to bring it back, I got to, uh, first of all, give a real strong shout out to Roger. Roger uh, is amazing. He was able to take the basic idea of the script and, and actually turn it into something even better than it really was based on the novel. Because he really was able to flush the characters and, and the story. He was amazing. Okay, so which we want to make sure, every, in case anybody missed the beginning of the show, so A Mile in a Soul is a screenplay. You wrote the screenplay. You met Roger. Now Roger turned the screenplay into a book that we're going to all work to turn into a best-selling book. And normally it's you write a book and then it goes to a screenplay, but this movie's going in reverse, which means my little part, I may be the lead. <laughs> By the time we're done, it could be. Morley, you got to give me a few more lines, and I have. I read myself in the book. I was on one page. I said, hello, dude. Here's your father, and I'm off the book. That's your father over there, the the bum on the right, drinking the booze with the big fat belly and the the half a nose gone that a rat ate off. (laughs) Well, see, that's why the book is always different than the actual screenplay. So you can argue once you see the movie, which one's better. Oh, yes, you are. No. That's funny. I think that's funny. So tell us a little. First of all, so you met Roger on Twitter, right? I met Roger uh, on Twitter as well. Um, he's also friends with. Uh, he's also friends with Carrie. Carrie C.K. Gray. Yes, C.K. Gray is awesome. Yeah, fantastic. And her daughter just got married. So uh, big uh, congratulations to her. So uh, yeah, so I saw that Roger is quite a prolific writer, and and I and I peeked at some of his stuff, and I thought, wow, he's a great writer. And uh, the one comment I always heard about a mile is what a great story it is and how interesting it is. And I thought, well, you know, 
it probably would make an amazing novel, and who better to ask to do it than Roger? And he, I sent him the screenplay, and he fell in love with it. And um, two weeks later, it was unbelievable. So uh, I, I can't believe what a phenomenal job he did. And isn't that cool how fast he writes? It, it's ridiculous. I, I have no idea how he does this. I mean, he'd be telling me one day, okay, I've written 25,000 words. Like, what the hell are you talking about? How can you write that fast? You know, it's unbelievable. Well, if you took Diner Pep, you could write 25,000 words a minute, too. So here's the book, everybody. We're showing it to you again. It's A Mile in a Soul. It's available on Amazon, probably barnesandnoble.com. Um, I know you can go to booksbyrogergrubbs.com. Where else can they get it, Aaron? Is that, I mean, uh, Morley, is that most of the places? Those are the places right now. Um, and it, it's selling well right now on Amazon and, and certainly Roger's site as well, which is amazing. Um, and I also want to give a quick shout-out to uh, Roger's lovely wife, Deborah, because she was the one doing the typing. And yeah. between Roger and his wife, you could not meet two nicer people. What about his daughter, who helped co-write it and didn't get any credit? That she got dead. credit. Where, where, where? She got, credit. she got more credit than I did. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, I think that's cool. I think I think Roger, because I literally think I think um I think I have about ten of Roger's books, and I've probably you know read like eight of them, and uh, they're all fun, and they're all like books that you can read relatively quickly. They they make great stories, and I think they'll make great movies. I think this is going to be a great movie. And and how does that feel for you? Like okay, so you wrote a screenplay, and now you've got a book out in bookstores. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a really cool feeling. Um, I'm, it, it seems like a mile seems to be the gift that keeps on giving uh, in a sense that I got to meet some really phenomenal people. Listen, if it wasn't for a mile, I never would have gotten to meet you and Ron or That's C.K. Gray or Roger, <laughs> you know. A movie star. So um, I, I got to meet some of my uh, kind of boyhood idols in the rock group Klaatu. You had Terry, uh, uh, Terry Draper on. So yeah, it's, he's it's awesome. Really mm-hmm. Yeah. He, so it's, it's really opened up a lot of doors for me. So it almost feels like a separate entity unto itself. Mm-hmm. I think that's awesome. And so when you get rich and famous from this, all this stuff, so what kind of girls are you going to go out after? <laughs> that's what Ron but wants Ron to know. To no, I, 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 are you open to every race, color, creed, sexuality? Well, you can't be open to every sexuality. Well, every sexuality, meaning like other, you know, oh. that sort of stuff, or, or dem- whatever that dem- demographic. I, no, I think at this point, uh, well, I think a pulse is good. I, I think we can start from there. <laughs> and then, in fact, that's optional. Optional. So any girls out there with a, with a heartbeat and a pulse, if you want to meet Morley, and I'm not kidding, send it in, go. send a picture, send who you are, what you want to do. I'll forward it up to Morley. And if he's interested, he'll give you a buzz. And you awesome. may be the next Mrs. Shulman. You know, the, the most important thing in, in a partner is that she can't be a narcissist, like really selfish. Like I had an ex who was really selfish. In fact, her favorite holiday was Thanksgiving. So no <laughs> more of that. G- g- give us on her name so we can embarrass her. <laughs> we can all yell out at once, bitch, bitch, bitch. Thanksgiving, though. I've never heard that, that, so oh, that's a good one. That? No. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that one, Morley. Also, girls, Thanks if you guys want to find out more about Morley, he's on Twitter. You can follow him at Morley's Musings. It's M-O-R-L-E-Y-S, M-U-S-I-N-G-S. And um, you can also uh, do, he's, you can friend him on Facebook. You still have room on Facebook, Morley? I, I still, I, I think you're only allowed 5,000, so I think I'm only allowed, uh, I think I have room for about 4,999 left. Okay. So you're, so, you're so modest <laughs> and so full of baloney. You are the most and, modest man in the world. Not well, true. Well, I'm not, then it's going to prove that. What? Uh, I do have a, a fan page, um, so you can go to facebook.com forward slash fans of Morley Shulman. Oh, that's um, cool. But, I don't know you had that, I don't think. I have to check that out. Okay. He's got a fan 
Of course you are. Well, I think I have one fan. It's, I think it should be called Fan of Morley Shulman, and, and that's probably <laughs> me and a relative. So it, it's all good. There he goes again with his modesty. You probably have Listen, the hottest broads in Hollywood on your fan page. You know, they say quiet waters run deep, or still waters run deep, or some some kind of dirty water runs deep. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, you got to be careful of the quiet ones. My mother always said that, and I married a very quiet woman, and she turned out to be a winner. Actually, you know what you we got to do too, though, Morley. We got to get you. We need a. You need like a Morley Schulman author, like award-winning author kind of uh, like website. We got to work on. Yeah, working on it. Yeah, there you go. I like that. that. And and I noticed a post that you put on not too long ago. That some one of your plays got got like like some kind of award or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I had written actually a one act play about internet dating uh, last year. It was performed in South Africa. It's called Naked. And it won a bunch of awards, tons of nominations, so that worked out pretty well. And it's good. called Make It or Naked? Naked. Oh, I like, like that. No clothes. You would. Yeah. <laughs> Morley. Morley. Now, what's doing with Registry, the, the movie that we're doing someday this week, next year? Yeah, well, I'm, it's a great question. I'm, I'm working on that one with award-winning screenwriter Christine Altran-Mitchell. Hey, Christine. Um, <laughs> she, she's, she's actually, I believe, on vacation still. I'm just finishing off a musical uh, called Hangups, which is about uh, a telemarketing agency. Do you actually um, do the music? Uh, I'm not, but you know who is? Hartley is co-writing the music. Okay. Along with D, along with D. Long. D. Long is one of the founding members of CLAT2. So they're going to be co-writing the music together. Wow, that's cool. That's I like that. It's really exciting. Yeah. yeah. So two, two, two Canadian legends get to, uh, to work on uh, my musical together. Very nice. Can't wait to do that one. So as soon as I'm done that, I'm, I'm almost too. done my part. I sing Morley. I sing Morley. <laughs> <laughs> and listen, I can do the best curly shuffle anyone's ever heard. Um, but as soon as I'm done that, I'm going to pass it off to those gentlemen, and then I'm going to continue on with the registry. So we'll definitely be done the registry this year. People love it, um, and people are still laughing about it, which is awesome. There you go. I like that when, one, too. When do we shoot that? We really have a very... I, Genuinely have a tight schedule. I'm not kidding you either. I think I'm going to. We have be to raise trouble. money for it first. I know, but I think I'm going to be. Well, every film we have to do, we have to raise money for. That's today. Well, That's when you do well, independent my sec- work. My, my secretary will check with your secretary. How's that? Oh, my secretary, she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Mine too. She died from old age. She was same age as I am. Um, I might yeah. die from loneliness. So there you go. Right. So registry starring Ron Russell. Uh, <laughs> I think. He has to be starring. Cameo by Jimmy Starr. Cameo by Jimmy Starr, right? That's right. Cameo by Jimmy Starr. Oh, That's okay. Right. Yeah. And Ken Pettigrew. A bit part by Ken. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see what Ken writes to that one. He's going to be coming on to tell you what he thinks oh, about Ken that in a minute. Oh, Ken is coming on? Oh, yeah, well, he's oh, calling in a little oh, while. I can't wait. I got to behave now. I got to be normal and calm. Because, you know, Ken has a way of making you crazy and wild. So I, what I want to do, too, is hopefully, I don't know if Roger's listening or not. We want Roger to call back in so we can all talk just for a minute since you guys uh, worked on the project together and you're both into it so we can give it a good last push. In the meantime, we want everybody, you guys should really follow Morley. He's a lot of fun on Twitter and you should, and you should, you should friend him on Facebook. He writes like mm-hmm. the, the like stupid funny things on mm-hmm. Facebook all the time. It's a lot of fun to listen mm-hmm. to and watch. Um, he's a comedian. He's a lot of fun. Everybody can see he's single. So anybody who uh, is looking uh, for a really cool dude to hook up with and have a good time, I don't know how good a time. Let Ron Russell know. <laughs> let at, Ron, Ron at, you can screen him for him. At Ron Russell Show, AOL.com. Send it in. <laughs> send a picture. Write about yourself. 
and say why you would like to go on a date with Morley. We'll see what and we can Ron, do. I'll shoot them I up to take- Morley. And Morley will pick the gal that he likes, and who knows? Maybe we'll Ron, marry him on this radio show. I have, Ron, I have news for you. There's been a nationwide campaign that's already been started, and I can tell you right now, I've seen right now in, in women's washrooms, it says, for a mediocre time, call Morley. So that's already been started. <laughs> Such a crazy guy. Well, you know, Jimmy and I might get married on this show because so many people want to come to the wedding. We can't possibly have so many people from all over the world practice countries different foreign countries california everywhere so we're thinking of doing a beautiful scenery and getting married on our show the two hours and having guests come in from all over the country famous guests who will sing and, and add you know to our show and i thought it would be the way to do it'd be it. fun and then we'll stream it live and, and videotape it mm-hmm. hey, then got I Roger run back. footage you know storage uh, studio footage of food and they can all make believe they're eating it <laughs> And the same thing with champagne. We'll hold up glasses. Everybody can hold up glasses in their house of their own champagne and toast us. Cost us nothing for the wedding. <laughs> no, no, will, I, will I have an opportunity to toast the, uh, the, uh, the groom and groom? Yeah, the grooms. The groom. Of course, you'll have a chance. To, you'll come to our real party when we have our regular party, of which we're only going to invite small. We have really so many people. Jimmy knows a ton, and I know two tons of people. Or he knows three tons. And I don't want to offend anybody. And I love all my friends. And I didn't even invite them. They all said, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. What Hang on one second. What happened? I think, uh, is Roger there? Yep. Yeah. I'm hey, here. Roger, what's up? Welcome back to the Jimmy Star Show. And, and you can tell people about all the people coming later, uh, uh, Ron. No, I made the point. <laughs> I, don't want to beat, I don't want to beat that horse to death. All right. So listen, Ken Pettigrew wants to give me away, too. Can you want to give him away? <laughs> that would be hilarious. No, you can't because his dad is. <laughs> I know, but it would still I'm be ca- hilarious. I'm counting on Bradley James Stewart to do it. It'll be funny. It'll be funny, well, though. Well, Kenny can do something else. Okay, okay. anyway. He could be a flower girl. So, guys, I, I, I I now, now we have Morley Shulman and Roger Grubbs, the writer of the screenplay and writer of the novel A Mile in His Soul. It's soon to be a movie being produced by Aaron Linton, who's in the chat room. And uh, I just thought it'd be fun if if we could talk to both of you guys at the same time for a minute, and maybe um, Morley, you go first. Like, how's the whole thing been working with uh, Roger? Like I said, Roger is just uh, oh, first of all, one, like I said, one of the nicest guys you can ever talk to. Uh, before he started writing, him, uh, Roger, myself, and his lovely wife Deborah uh, had an amazing conversation about the direction of the novel. I made some suggestions. And what I really appreciated was how, how uh, closely he stuck to the, um, the, the story and the characters. And he, again, if I could have written a novel, and I don't have the talent to write a novel, it would have been like that. So it was an easy writer. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Um, now, now tell the real is, truth, how you beat the hell out of each other. Jimmy, I have to interrupt those of those, I have to interrupt. Those of you who are watching the screen and see that Jimmy's no longer at the desk, it's because Star, his poodle, is upstairs yiping to come down and sit next to us. And we didn't want that in the soundtrack. Jimmy's back. <laughs> Sorry, Raj. Go on ahead. That's okay. Well, one of the things that was uh, so great about this is, is Morley. Uh, when we told him what we needed to do, uh, that we wanted it to be a little bit different from the uh, script itself so that it would be adapted to a novel. Um, he was open to that, uh, and it was a great, great uh, working relationship. Uh, he gave us a lot of latitude, and now what people need to do is read the book and then watch the movie, and there'll be some differences, and that's what they should be. You don't want it to be exactly the same, and you'll enjoy both of them. 
it's a it's a really really great story. The storyline itself is the same all the way through, but how you get there is a little different, and that's where uh, you would be intrigued by reading the book and also watching the movie. Also, I, I'm interested in the soundtrack. I listened to the soundtrack while I was writing the book. Uh, really enjoyed the music. Absolutely, the music is terrific. So it's a good collaboration of the two of you, talent plus talent. Uh, as, we, as they say in Yiddish, Morley is a mensch. And how could you how could you ever not have anything great when you work with a mensch? And I guess, George, well, you're a mensch too. So two mensches. Are you married, Rog? Yes. Uh, yes, I am. Oh, otherwise, I would, get, I, I would get you a young one, you know, a young <laughs> wife on the show. Now that I'm procuring, uh, I figured I'd I'm sure his wife wouldn't would, mind. Like a 21-year-old uh, blonde, 30-9D, 21 waist, 36 hips. Actually, we should, because I think that's a good point you brought up, Roger. We should say, like, the soundtrack is going to be fam- uh, fabulous. It's coming out on Spectre Records. It's got several of the guests that have been on the Jimmy Star Show. Hardly Mandel's on it. Barricades Rise. I don't really remember all the people, but I know they're all, like, really, really good, accomplished bands. Barricades Rise. Who's on there? Who's on there? Clatu's on there. Oh, yeah, Clatu's on there. Focal Um, Point. Barricades Rise has their world premiere, like, debut CD coming out. Uh, I think next month, also worldwide. That's right. On Spectre Records, they're awesome want, guys. I just want to add in something else that Roger did, which I thought was absolutely brilliant. Um, so Hartley, as you know, has written this amazing song called "The Other Side of Reality," and if you read the novel, you'll see basically that's what it's about. It's about the other side of reality, and you never know about someone until you really get to know someone. Mm-hmm. So what Roger did, which I thought was absolutely brilliant, he actually took Hartley's song and put the lyrics in the very front of the novel and if you read the lyrics it really is just it really sets off the novel in the perfect way i was wondering what that was by the way <clears throat> i didn't know it was from, does it say it's from the music no it, it's it simply says the other side of reality music and, and lyrics by hartley mandel oh, and I, thought that I, was read so, I speed read and i pull out what's vital to the book that's why i could read a book in two hours um i learned that from reading scripts by the way <laughs> no, you have to. If you read everybody's script, you could sl- slit your wrists there for a while. So, you guys, everybody, if you want to get get copies of the, of the book, A Mile in a Soul, you can go to www. It's on Amazon.com. It's at booksbyrogergrubs.com. Roger, where else can they get it again? One more time. Okay, they can get it from our website. That That's probably the quickest and easiest way to get it, but you can uh, go to Amazon and get it there. Hopefully, we're going to end up getting it into some other bookstores, but right now, that's what we're doing. We're trying to work with Amazon. They have this special program that you can do a lot of promotions through them, but you have to be exclusive on the digital. So we're sticking with that right now, but we're probably going to change that eventually where we you know, we can have it in, in all the bookstores. And, and also on Kindle. Target. Yeah, you can get it on Kindle. Don't and forget Kindle. We're going to get it in the Target and Walmart. Right. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Okay, everybody. Go ahead, Marley. I I just want to tell you, it's actually a true story, a quick funny story about Kindles. I was in Mexico a a few years ago, and I didn't have anything to read. And I heard that Walmart was selling Kindles. I went to Walmart, and no one there spoke English. So I said to the salesperson, I'm looking for Kindle, Kindle. And they look at me, oh, Kindle. Okay. So they pulled me down the aisle, and she showed me a whole bunch of Kindles. No, no, she, she was oh. right. There were a whole bunch of Kindles. There were scented ones. There were oh, the non-scented ones. Oh. It was terrible. Well, if you are, True story. Just speak in Mexico. In Mexico, we say Kindle for Kindle. 
That's what you showed me. You showed me like scented candles and the unscented candles. very local. Two very local, senor. Local like a pesa. See, in Mexico, it's called candle. (laughs) Anyway. What are you calling? Anyway, we're going to move forward because we got lots of stuff to do. We want to thank mm-hmm. both of you guys. Everybody go to A Mile and a Soul. Follow at Roger Grubbs and at Morley's Musings on Twitter. These guys are super talented. They're super awesome. They'll tweet with you. It'll definitely be them. They're great, great talents. We want to thank both of you guys for coming on the Jimmy Thanks. Star Show. And as, we get, as we're making the movie, we'll have you back. And hugs awesome. for Jimmy. Well, thank you very much. We, we love you, Morley. We love, we love you. Keep up the funny stuff on my Facebook. I love it. Love it, you guys. So thanks so much for coming on the show. Good luck with the book, everybody. Please go out and support the book um, and support the movie. And you guys have a great weekend. Thanks, guys. It's been a pleasure. Bye-bye. Bye, Roger. Thanks. See ya. Awesome. I got to tell you that Morley really is the sweetest guy in the world. There's no baloney. He's just a regular Joe. He's an honest bird. He's a cool guy. I mean, I don't understand. Maybe he is gay, do you think? No, I don't think he's gay. You don't think he's gay? Then how come he's not married? He's good looking. He's got a nice body. He's got money. He's got personality. He's got a beautiful... He didn't meet the right person. Look, it took you along all these years to meet me until you were 50. I could vomit. (laughs) Anyway. He's um, 50? That's not nice. Chad, was that nice or not? No, no. I meant that. I went to the doctor today, folks. I went to a urologist to get my 50-year-old checkup. He went in every opening there is to go in with like weird stuff like machinery. They went all the way up to check my bladder to make sure I didn't have bladder cancer, prostate cancer. And he said to me, he showed me, he said, we go in with this. And I said, am I going to choke on it? He said, it doesn't go in your mouth. And I looked at him, I said, where does it go? <laughs> he said, it goes in your penis. I said, are you out of your mind? You're going to put that Break thing in out of your friggin' mind. He said it won't hurt. Now, for straight guys, this was a pleasure. A very attractive Asian nurse came in and she said, I'm here to prepare you. And she <laughs> tore the paper open, grabbed all the jewels, and began stroking and sticking and pushing. And I thought, gee, if I was straight, this is better than paying for a massage parlor. <laughs> anyway, they went in, they looked around, and I'm very happy to say, kids, I have insides of a 30 year old. a whistle. There ain't nothing wrong with me, baby. There you go. Now, here comes the push. Oh. I would strongly advise every male out there who is 50, please go and get this examination every five years. It can save your life. Next is a colonoscopy to make sure that everything's all right in that area. But if you don't address these issues and it's too late, you're gonna. You're bye-bye. And don't do that to those that love you because it's painful to lose someone you love. So please, gentlemen, go have a bladder prostate, everything check. There like you go. Women go and have their, you know, watch check under the, put their feet in stirrups, they open their legs. I know, I know. The you doctor sticks so his <laughs> head in, I mean, you know, with a flashlight. Hello. I understand it's a big deal. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, Everybody needs to go and get themselves watch. checked out. So if women have to do this, gentlemen, so do you. There you go. Also, uh, also, uh, everybody, there's comments in the chat room. Thanks, Sherry. They like our shirts, you guys. These are Jimmy oh, Star oh, one-of-a-kind shirts. I stole shirts. this one. I ripped this one off from Jimmy. Jimmy Star one-of-a-kind mm-hmm. shirts, and if you want to get them, they're on eBay. All you got to do is go on eBay and search and type in Jimmy Star brand. They're all discounted. There's all one-of-a-kind. They're super fabulous, and they'll make you look fantastic. I have another duck shirt. But not like this one. This is a tennis shirt with a collar and buttons. I love it. It was on the rack, and it was on its way to eBay. And I said, Jimmy, what size is this one, clunk? 
And I stole it right off the rack. There you go. If you like Ducky. So um, we're going to have I another caller calling in a minute. But before we do that, hey, right. uh, Chad, we're going to switch the order of the songs. Can we right, do that? Right. Look at my shorts. What the? They match. Look how nice it matches my shorts. There you go. So he's got a Ducky shirt on. Check out Jimmy Star Brand on eBay. Um, Chad, we want to do Battle by Stephanie Todd since, that's, since, since, since Ron Yay. hasn't heard it. Ron hasn't heard it in like six Five hours minutes. and he's oh. dying. Sure. Everybody, true. We had Stephanie Todd on the Jimmy Star Show last week. She's super talented. The name of the song is Battle. You got it ready, Chad? Always. Always ready, you guys. So this Woo. is Battle. It's available on iTunes and all the digital download sites right now worldwide. It's by Stephanie Todd, released by Monarchy Records. And here it goes, Battle. Beware, it's happened for me. Sometimes I'm sad, sometimes I'm glad When I'm with you, things are just not so bad It's just like a flame, it's never the same It feels like the rain, I feel like I can't explain The minute you're gone, the minute you're gone. everything's wrong I feel like a ghost, rocking this brand new I mean, that song sends me. It is incredibly great. I love that song. So that's Battle by Stephanie Todd. It's available on iTunes now. Download it in whatever country you're in. It's awesome, and I think it's only 99 cents. 
and it, and it is addictive. The more you hear it, the more you want to hear it. There's something about it that haunts you. And and the be- and the, the backup singers are great. And I love the way that whatever that weird instrument is. What is it that comes in? Some kind of a strange piano. I know. What is that, Chad? You're the musician. I have no clue. I heard a piano and some. Oh, I love it. That that's so relaxing. It was almost tranquilizing. It was really good. By the way, folks, August. Um, oh, I forgot the date. What date am I on? I'm on the um, the Brian Darling radio show coming out of Los Angeles. Um, It's on, I don't even know. I'm not going to go into it because I don't have the information, but it's next Wednesday. So I will announce it on the show next week. Somehow I don't have it on my desk, but it's Brian Darling. If you want to look it up on internet radio and uh, I am their guest, which is very happy for me because I can be crazy on that show. We're allowed to use, I think, dirty words. I hear I have to be Lily White. Listen to that, Chad. The mister, he didn't want to use any more dirty words. Now he wants to go on a show so he can use dirty words. I remember the first time he came on your show, I was dropping my jaw going, oh, my God. No, my friend Teresa said they were 43 Fs. But Jimmy said that we could curse. Now, you've got to hear Jimmy in the real world when he's not on television. Every other word is F. He said this F and what that F. I mean, it's really to a point where you don't even know he's doing it anymore. But we go food shopping, and you've got to see the women crashing into the canned goods. I mean, they hear all these F's coming out. They're totally shocked. Give me some of that fucking organic soup. Oh, sorry, Jimmy. <laughs> what did you Gotta add that out. What time is that? I, I do I do use the word a lot and I don't well, even like realize come on, it. Chad, Chad, you minutes. know you know Jimmy personally, so you know. But anyway, so I'm excited to do that show. I did that show a couple of years ago when my friend was on her name is Jesus Ninon Diversa. And she did an hour with me about Hollywood and what's wrong with Hollywood today? <laughs> and I talked about the paparazzi, how rude they are. I did the oh, red rude. carpet at the Palm Springs International Film Festival, and I was interviewing great celebrities. I mean, big names, like super-duper stars. And when a lesser star came on, they would say, get that bitch. And the awful things they'd say, Shh, you know, move her on, <laughs> get her out of here. And then... They were just terrible. So the paparazzi are not nice people. When they're critiquing the celebrities, they want to photograph and record what they're saying. You know who they're going to be nice to? Me, when I'm a star. I didn't mean you. <laughs> Our caller on the line, Miss <laughs> Jane Layton, everybody. Yay! Yeah. Hey. hey, again, I'm back. <laughs> Peter Bed told her mother to drop dead. How was that, though, for a cut-in? Oh, Wasn't that a good cut-in? Right yeah. That was a, good a great cut-in. Whoa. The sexy redhead with the verse. The girl with the verse. Hey, everybody. So Shane's coming on. Everybody, she doesn't really need to be introduced. Say hi to the chat room, Shane. Hi, chat room. I think you guys know me by now. I'm pretty much an honorary uh, resident host here. That's (laughs) right. And I have have Shane calling in, everybody, because she's got a cool book signing going on this weekend. I thought she could... uh, promote it a little bit and tell us about it. Everybody knows she's got a best-selling novel of Light and Darkness. Two different (laughs) books. Hell yeah. Um, the second yes, one sir. is called Vampire's Reflection, and it's out now on Kindle and Amazon and all the different places that you go to get it. And Shane, tell us what you got going on this weekend. Yeah, man, I'm really excited because um, I live in Fort Lauderdale, but I'm going to be on my way up to Orlando, Florida this weekend for the 2013 Indie Book Fest convention. And there's going to be a lot of really cool people there. It's uh, going to have Isaac Marion, who wrote Warm Bodies, and I'm so excited to meet him and take a picture with him. and yeah, I love Warm Bodies. I just saw it recently, and I thought it was really killer, and it just kind of makes fun of, like, the whole paranormal romance genre in a really cute way. I just think it's really great. And um, so I'm excited to meet his genius brain. 
And also, uh, Shelly Crane's going to be there, New York Times bestselling author and USA uh, Today bestselling author. And, um, and a bunch of other really cool people that I know from online, but I haven't met in person yet. So it's going to be a great time. I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> That's awesome. And so you're going to be there with your books, signing copies and selling, or like, what is it that you do there? Yep, I will be there signing copies of both of the released books. And tomorrow is my cover reveal and title reveal for the third book in the series. But <laughs> I'm not going to tell you here because you just have to wait and uh, keep your eye on Facebook and Twitter tomorrow. Um, so far, I've heard from the girl that's helping me with the reveal, and I have like 25 book websites that are going to be posting an exclusive excerpt from book three and the cover reveal and the title. So that's going to be cool. So I'll be at the convention this weekend promoting that as well and signing books. <laughs> Don't forget to send us a copy signed, of course. I will definitely send you a copy signed. I have, to know, I have to know what's going on in that village, that weird village. <laughs> Absolutely, dear Ron. <laughs> I'll I even kiss the cover for you in, in blood red. Lipstick. Oh, good. Yeah, do that. Open the page and when you sign it, kiss it with your <laughs> lipstick. I'm serious. Kiss it with your lipstick. We used to do Absolutely. that. My sister did that years ago when she was a teenage girl. And if she'd send a letter to her boyfriend who was in the war, she'd kiss the envelope. And there was I would, I'll absolutely do that. You guys moved away from Florida, so it's kind of like you guys went off to war. So I'll, I'll kiss the book. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. I have to I have to get your red hair up here and get some hugs and kisses from us. And come I and know. Visit actually, us. I Facebook Deidre yesterday, or was it two days ago? I don't know. Yesterday, two days ago, because she posted something about ghost hunting, because obviously she has her terrific, uh, her terrific ghost show. So um, I wrote to her and I said, oh, my gosh, Deidre, I would love to go ghost hunting with you. I think we'd make a killer team, and I think we'd definitely find some dead people to talk to. So <laughs> Yeah, that would be <laughs> I would awesome. Well, I was driving yeah. with Deidre a few weeks ago, and we passed this old house, 18-something, and it was definitely rocking. There was something going on, and we, Deidre, I think, is researching. I'm not going to blow it, but, boy, did we get scared. We got so frightened that she took off, and I took off right behind her. We ran in the car, and she was screaming, let's get the hell out of here, and we took off down the road. And I said, oh, we got to come back here Halloween. She said, not me. You can come back. So I'm <laughs> oh not going to spoil it. I'll let Deidre tell what we encountered in this old old revolution a revolutionary house where the um where there was a big battle and a lot of people were killed in the house and around the house during the american revolution there you go oh, that sounds exciting yeah, so, I was, so I was everybody very... needs to everybody needs to hear that story on her show and when is her show ron i, I think she's My... saving it for something that she's got cooking something very special that the three oh, girls okay that the three cool. girls have something cooking, and when it happens, they'll do it. But actually, though, we should say True Ghost Stories airs on W4CY Radio mm -hmm. Monday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern Time with host Sherry Emily, Rebel Medler, and Deirdre Serego. And Deirdre goes awesome. out every Monday ghost hunting, and she's come up. She went to Cape, uh, no, Cape. She went to New Hope the other day, and she went into some places where ghosts, yes, have been recorded that they were. So Deidre's got some real good stuff going on, and so has Sherry and Rebel. So it's going to be a super phenomenal show. That show's going to fly. It's going to be a reality show. It's going to be all over the place. It's starting That's to awesome. happen. Oh, yeah, it's starting to happen. Actually, Shane's got cool. some secret projects going on, too, that we'll be announcing in the coming weeks, hopefully. Yeah, and uh, it's going to be so awesome. <laughs> it's going to be very, very excited. And everybody should go check out ShaneLayton.com. Where are the different websites they find out about you? Yeah, go to ShaneLayton.com, go to com. Yes, it does have all of those S's in a row. 
Um, and that's where you can find everything that's uh, happening and stay up to date also on Facebook, facebook.com slash Shane Layton fans is where you can find everything. And, uh, yeah, Jimmy and I are actually both working on something top secret and really cool and uh, really, really excited about it. And uh, I don't know what else to say, but I'm not going to say anything else because I don't want to get in trouble. That's right. You don't say anything <laughs> so, else yet. Shane, in your three novels, which part do you see me playing? <laughs> She already, she already asked me into the film, Jim. She did. Ron, she said, I believe you. I'm not like doubting you. It's just that uh, he, I'm just curious. I, every, so far, you're the third guest on here today, and you're the third time he's like hit up for a role. In the movie. No, no. Well, as you. he should. Listen, as I he mean, should, because I just hear. I've been hearing constantly how talented you you are. Ron, he actually when you're is. On he actually is incredibly, incredibly talented. It even surprised awesome. me. Oh, thank you. I Jim. believe it. Listen, I Shane, believe it. Yes. Morley has written two things, and I'm in both of them. And Morley has invited me in, so I can't be that bad. I was a I was a very good Ben uh, Cade in uh, Croker. I thought I did a brilliant. Oh, job. wait, we should, we should we got to tell everybody the story. So everybody, listen to this, Shane. You'll like this. Oh. So yeah, we, were, okay, cool. we were in Croker, and he's a sheriff, right? With the gun. With the gun, he has the gun. He has everything on, and it's like maybe one o'clock in the morning, and he's hungry and thirsty, and so we drive to BP, and we get out, and we. Th- he throws up like sandwiches, all this stuff up on the counter, and we didn't have to pay for it. They thought he was a real sheriff. <laughs> no. Oh said, my god! Uh, he lied about that story. See, I don't like when he tells stories. He doesn't do it accurately. He had to pay for his. I had things. to pay for my things. But, he didn't have to pay but, for his. But my chocolate milk and tuna fish sandwich, he slid by, and I didn't know it. And I just indicated to the cashier he was paying for it because I don't have any money. I'm in, I'm in costume, and Jimmy paid for it. And when we got in the car, Jimmy, the honest man that he is, said, we didn't pay for your sandwich or chocolate milk. And I said, oh, go back and pay for it. And then he said, no, they make cops get everything for free. So they thought he was a real cop and he got free food. It was hilarious. That is amazing. Wow. Okay. So chocolate milk and a tuna fish sandwich. You're an expensive date, Ron. We're to never take you out. (laughs) We're we're a cast of 28 people or 21 people. I took them all to dinner and I said to the guy, check, please. That's great. It was hilarious, though. We had a really good time. Um, we think we, as always, Shane. We love having you on. We want to make sure everybody like follows all your stuff. So follow you on Twitter. You're at Shane Layton. And, yes, uh, we're forgetting one thing. Oh. How's our Frank? How's Frankie? She put this picture Frankie? up on Facebook the other day. It says, mine. He gets handsome and <laughs> handsome. You know what? Every month he gets better looking. I don't know. That guy is so good looking. Another reason. But he's an elegant, I, charming, sophisticated, graceful man. He's foreign, <laughs> that's why. He's a beautiful man. Oh, yeah. He's, he's my European, for sure. I mean, I, I got to say, I know how to pick him. Frank is, is doing really well. Uh, he's just been working hard on things, too. And I'm really sad because I have to leave him home this weekend um, because he just has his own things going on and he can't uh, well, come that's, this time that's around. That's par for course, my darling. We all do that. He, but you'll give yeah. him a- Hugs from us. I definitely will. I definitely will tell him you guys said hi and everything, and he definitely sends his well wishes back. And you guys have a great rest of your show. Thanks, Shane, and drive careful. Have a great time. Sell a lot of books. And kisses. Thank you you so much. And kisses to you, and we'll talk to you later. My right back at you guys. My natural. Bye. Bye. Bye, honey. (laughs) I love you guys. Bye, bye. See you later. Isn't that awesome? She's yeah. so awesome. I For love those her. of you that know what she looks like and see her on Facebook, she's a natural redhead. Could you imagine being born with that fire engine red hair? It's a stunning color. She's a beautiful girl, by the way, in person. You've got to see her. She's absolutely gorgeous. So what we're going to do is take another music break. 
What are we playing now? Do this I love like this song? Yeah, you, you love all of them. Hey, everybody. Hey, so Chad, let's do International Nova. Oh, okay. I like this one. All yeah. right, everybody. So I got an, song, another, another new release on Monarchy Records. It's by International Nova. We've had him on the show. The title of the song is Photogenic. It's Photogenic. actually being played on about 15 radio stations mm-hmm. worldwide right now in its first week of release. And... Uh, Probably, it's available on iTunes. Probably one of the very best rap, sort of soft rap songs out there. It's super, super fabulous. It's right. Photogenic by International Nova, and here it goes.
It says, so sexy. I love it. I think that is such a, it is a sexy song. Very sexy. And I'm not a rap fan, but this is soft rap and it's nice. It's got nice sound in it. It's got interesting instruments and the voice is sweet and I like it. I like this song a lot. Actually, too, uh, International Nova is releasing his full album, a full record on Monarchy Records on September, I think it's September 3rd. And on September 4th in New York City, there's going to be like a big album release party that we're going to be going to. It's going to be fun. So if you're in the neighborhood, you can join us. Come on in and say hi to Ron Russell and my co-host. Oh, gee, did I say that? Ron <laughs> Russell and the star of this show. Chad, what about that? Ask Chad a question. <laughs> and the star of the show, Jimmy Star. That's funny. It's the Jimmy Star show with co-hosting Ron Russell. Ask, yeah. ask Chad a question. Chad, what are we eating today, my dear friend? Well, let's roll over to the little fridge here and take a look. What do we got in there that we don't want to eat? Because you eat the weirdest stuff I've ever known. Really? I eat weird stuff? Well, it's not really like full of sugar and preservatives. How could it taste? All right, here we go. Vegetables and fruits, all raw or all organic. We got strawberries, carrots, grapes, cherries. Then we have some raw organic cashews, raw organic almonds, walnuts. Some late and July sea salt. And that does the job for you. Do you ever like feel like a squirrel sometimes? No, but sometimes I look at my, my belongings and I go, oh, I never thought I'd be eating this stuff. Right. You know, I used to, which, I used to pick which up belongings like, are you talking I used about? to pick up like the five, like five dollar burgers. Right. I used to pick up like five dollar burgers, get shakes with all that crap in it. Now no, we don't, good I don't stuff. eat that junk either. I mean, he takes me on I don't the eat tour. it either. I have, ne- my father <laughs> would never allow me to eat a hot dog in Coney Island and I used to want to kill him because uh, all the kids sucks. had hot dogs in Coney Island and my father would say, there once was a man that worked in the factory and his finger got cut off uh, and it got ground in with the meat. You want to eat somebody's finger. Parts are parts. So growing up, I kept saying hot dogs, their fingers are in them. But now, of course, as an adult, I realize they're not and I do eat them. They but um, they're disgusting. Yeah. God knows what's in a hot dog or a hamburger. All the preservatives and crap. Actually, these days when I get hot dogs, I go for the uh, organic Applegate. They're uh, grass-fed beef and uh, haven't been jacked up with anything. They're uh, Yeah, but what if somebody's finger no. did go in? Well, hey, parts are parts. Just close On your eyes, hold your machine. nose. Ben, you sound like you, you sound like you want to watch the movie uh, Meals on Wheels that I'm in. I'm down with so, that. Oh, meals oh, you're going to like that one. I, I, it's going to be exciting. Well, let me tell <laughs> what they do? Pick up meals rope, kill, wheels and feed you. are three women that own a nursing home that only lets people and that do not have families. Yeah. And when these people die, they cut them up and sell the flesh to those who like to eat humans. The flesh or the meat? It, you, or all you know, of it? Eat somebody. It's a fabulous film. I play Yetta Bronston in drag. Do you get killed? As, as a way out Jewish broad who owns this nursing home who's oh. hilariously funny. It's a black comedy. And it's sensational. The script is fabulous. Fred Turling has done a brilliant, brilliant job with this script. And I cannot wait to start production of it. Do you partake in the eating? No, no, no. I no, I no. I won't. She give directs away. it. You just no, sell no, the bodies. Say that, no, there's a twist in the plot. Of course, it's. It, I gave you just a, a, a little a brief synopsis. There's a twist in the plot that's very Hitchcockian. Hmm. It's going to be cool. We're going to start filming probably in January. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's Meals on Wheels. And when we know more about it, we'll let everybody else know about I, it. I love the title. I think it sounds good. I got another call for you. One second. Yeah, I think Ken Pettigrew is calling. Is it Ken Pettigrew? Could it be? I don't know. Is this Ken Pettigrew? Uh, that is me. Yeah. What's up, Ken? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Well, oh, thank you. Thank you. And what's up, everybody in the chat room? There you go. Look at Ken. He just takes over. Go for it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am a professional. 
I agree. Well, you're a radio star, and now you're soon to be a film star. No, you're, and you're a in, comedy star. He's and a yeah. comedy star. Yeah, well, thought that I'm a musician, a talk show host who can barely read and speak, and now doing stand-up and soon to be an actor. There you go. That's all <laughs> you're going to become a minute, just like us. You know what, I'm no different than every married man out there. Well, I'm not married now. I am an actor. We all act it. That's right. Now, Ken, I have lots of friends out in L.A. who listen to this show. So tell them the where, the when, and the how much, because some of my friends are broke. <laughs> oh, the where? The comedy show in Hollywood, Saturday night, 8 p.m., 10 bucks out the door. Gonna have to buy a drink or two and buy me a drink. No, I'm only kidding. You don't have to buy me one, but that would be great. But um, we're gonna have, I'm going to come up. It's the beginning of breaking. It is the Losing My Hymen Tour. Starting. <laughs> I love it. I love losing my hymen too. I love it. It's so demented. That's what I love about you. It's just so way out there. So am I. But I have to restrain myself on this show. Here I'm like, you know, Mary Mary, quite contrary, the big fairy. But uh, well, if I'm wild, baby, I can go berserk. Anyway. <laughs> nice. Actually, we should say anybody listening to the show uh, for the first time has never heard of Ken Pettigrew. Pen- Ken Pettigrew hosts the Ken Pettigrew Show. KenPettigrew.com, Monday through Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Pacific. He's got a great show, and uh, it's awesome. And he is, is jumping into the foray of comedy by doing his first stand-up gig this Saturday night at the Comedy Store in Hollywood. Are you excited? Oh, dude, I am so excited. Everybody, there's so many people that have given me advice. Actually, I spoke to George Wallace, who's got his own show in Hollywood. I mean, in Vegas. Uh, I mean, he was very, gave me some really cool uh, tips. But uh, a lot of my friends, are, are, I mean, that have tried it have been super nervous at it. But I, I can't wait. I, uh, I'm a pretty confident guy. I'm gonna, I think the material's right. The jokes uh, will be good, but. You know, I can get up there and everybody goes wah, 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 and fell. But I don't think so. I can't wait, man. I'm super, you know, it's just going to be exciting. I just hope I don't go out like the first time that I had sex or one pump jump. You know, just go through my jokes and, like, I've got, like, ten minutes and I go through them in, like, two minutes. Well, I've been there. I've been in that comedy club, like, a zillion times with Joan Rivers with, um, uh, who's the gay girl, the blonde one? I forgot her name. Ellen. Ellen DeGeneres. When she's starting Carrie? So, oh, yeah. Carrie. <laughs> so many, many, many great people have a springboarded from there. And by the way, gents, people out there, if you listen to Ken's show and you're shocked, tell your friends. <laughs> listen, put the babies to bed. Let's see. Well, my show, you know, I talk a lot of social, uh, just life coming from a, uh, just a working class schmuck's point of view. So the show's pretty edgy, um, especially my talk show, but uh, it's fun, man. I, I like to have people wake up a little bit, and with a comedy show, uh, it's going to be pretty aggressive, so uh, I can't wait, man. Uh, everybody's going to get it, man. I am an equal opportunity hater. Well, you know the room, and you know how to work it. You know, you keep gyrating around. Don't ever let anybody out. Eye contact. I did stand-up comedy for, for, I won't say how many years, 35 years, maybe more. And I've worked probably every major club there was. And I learned one thing. Everyone in the room has got to have eye contact. Everyone in the room has to be my personal friend. That makes them feel good, and they're with you, and they'll help you along. I know a lot of uh, stand-ups play to themselves. doesn't work. People no, not that. me. No, it's just like uh, 
I go look at it the way I play music, man. People want to come see me, and I play a lot of music. Mm-hmm. And people show up and, and see me play and see bands that I played with. I'm there to put a show on because I appreciate anybody that comes out and listens to my radio mm-hmm. show, who's going to be there tonight, or excuse me, Saturday night, uh, who's going to watch me play music. You know what? It's, uh, I mean, it's an honor for me to have someone show up and even say that they're here to see Ken Pettigrew. It's true. It's true. The, the feeling that you get when you're performing as a stand-up, if you have 300 people in the room, is that you're controlling every one of these people's emotions, and you're going to make them laugh when you hit the button. And that's a thrilling... Uh, I miss stand-up. Yeah, well, I'm going to make them cry, button. Ron. What's that? I said I'm probably going to make him cry. No, God, no. You don't want to. It's a comedy club. You don't want to make them cry, Ken. I don't think. Oh my God, no, this poor schmuck. I don't think you're going to make them cry. If anything, you may make a few blush, but you won't. I cannot wait, but I'm very much looking forward to it. Um, it's going to be a great time. You know, I. Uh, you know, this is my first big step into that. I do do. You know, I think I'm a funny guy on my show, but. I guess that we'll find out when I'm in, uh, in front of the farming squad. I think you're always a fun guy. You've got a natural uh, backstream of fun and humor, and that's what's important. You never dry up or run out, and that's what's good. Uh, no, Ken, you're going to be a great hit. Trust me. I wish Jimmy and I were out there now. We'd definitely be ringside throwing eggs. Oh, that would be so great. But I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to it and uh, looking forward to your guys' wedding also. Yeah. That's a big deal, sort of coming up soon. Yeah, literally. So it's good. <laughs> so yeah, good. Literally. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that one should have been. You always got one loaded, Jim. Hey, uh, Ken, Ken. Tell, tell everybody then real quick while we got you on the phone, tell them a little bit about your radio show. You got the Ken Pettigrew Show, Monday through Thursday nights. Uh, tell everybody like what they, they can expect and what goes on. Listen, man, if, 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 if you are... If you are a no-nonsense person and you don't have your head up your anus, you should come to my show. No, 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 hold on. Better yet, if you have your head up your anus, you need to come uh, listen to my show, so at least that I can free you of that. Uh, I tell people, listen, man, it's not about black, white, gay, straight, Christian, atheist, Muslim. It's all about we human beings on this planet, and you can't be a douchebag. And nor should you take crap from anybody. So if everybody had that lifestyle, don't be a jerk-off. Don't take anybody's shit. Guess what? First of all, you would have no shit to take, and you wouldn't be a jerk-off. The planet could definitely take us. Well, I guess the human race could maybe try to take that next step forward. Because I love that shirt that that shows us uh, going from, uh, it's like an evolution shirt. And I put this picture on my site sometimes, and it, and it shows uh, from ape to knuckle dragger to man walking uh, upright, turn around, walking backwards. It says, turn around. We effed it all up. And it's true at this point. So I'm trying to slow that down a bit. <laughs> I agree with you. You know, you, you went to the, the school that I went to, the school of tell it like it is. I don't like yeah. baloney. I don't like people who flower color and, you know, lavenderize everything. I'd say it if it's brutal, I say it. If it's truthful, I say it. People think it's rude, but I don't. I think it's being honest. And you have to appreciate people's honest opinions. And my opinion is the same as yours. We all came in the same way. We all go out the same way. And we should all do the same while we're here. Yeah, Nobody's for sure. Listen, man, you just, uh, 
I mean, right now, today, I mean, you know, we are, you, me, Jimmy, and everybody listening to the show tonight, we are one of seven billion people. Stop being a jerk-off, man, because you're not that special. That's right. <laughs> I think right? that's hilarious. So, also, like, Ginger Irish says she's coming to L.A. She wants to meet you. I know she does. I think she wants to meet me and rate me. Okay, probably, that works. Probably. No, but I think Kim would have a problem with that. And I... And I and I tried talking her into a freeway, and she's not down with it. So I don't know what to do about that. <laughs> well, I have a question for you, like because I saw I saw you post some stuff on UStream the other day. Is your show on UStream? I I am streaming the video there also, just so people can see the inner workings of the Ken Pettigrew show. I got my own, uh, you know, WestCoastAutoSales.com studio. Uh, I've got my own studio and. My whole shebang, you know, everything ran from me, my own. I own it all. Do you do you uh, actually when you stream it on UStream, you stream it and then it like saves it or whatever, so you can go back and watch it? Yeah, it saves it. it yeah, yeah, yeah. It does everything. Plus, I mean, along uh, from UStream, I've got an actual my own uh, video streaming player that has nothing to do with anybody's uh, labeling. It's actually all my own uh, push and stream. But I'm redoing my website now with my nonprofit that's going so I can launch those together. Okay. All right, everybody. So check it out. It's KenPettigrew.com. If you're, you're uh, going to be in California and you're in Hollywood and you want to go to the comedy, what's it called? The comedy what? It's comedy, the comedy, comedy Store in Hollywood. Comedy Store. The Comedy Store in Hollywood, Saturday night, 8 o'clock. Ken Pettigrew making his comedy debut. Everybody needs to go pay 10 bucks and buy a couple drinks and support him. We know you're going to be a superstar. Uh, we wish you all the luck in the world with it. I'm sure you're not going to need any luck. You're going to be fabulous. And as always, we want to support our, our brethren radio right. radio shows. And as we say, Man, I really appreciate that, Jimmy and Ron. But was, hey, hey, can I put one more? Uh, as rough as my show is and the stand-up's going to be a little brutal and, and, and my show's in your face, and a lot of that reason is because people have lost their uh, souls and lost their minds. So I started, uh, I got a nonprofit I'm working with called Music for Minds. Um, just keep in mind, everybody, man, uh, this group's looking for your, your old instruments that aren't being used, that are collecting dust in the closet, in the garage, in your bedroom, whatever. Get them out, dust them off, uh, get a hold of either Jimmy or Ron. They'll get a hold of me, and maybe we can get these to some. Uh, kids and the people who can't afford them to try to make their lives a little better. That sounds like I would be involved for sure. And Ken, you're you're going to be the next Bill Maher, if not better. And as we said years ago in the old days, break a leg, my friend. Uh, Man, I can't wait. And Bill Maher's a jerk-off, man. I'll take him to task any day of the week. (laughs) He said Bill Maher's a jerk-off. He'll take him to task any day of the week. Oh, he is. I know. My daughter knew him. No, my daughter knew him from the Sky Club on Wilshire Boulevard. It was a private club that, that all these young, you know, what's her name? Anyway, uh, she met Bill Maher up there, and she said he has hands like a girl. And when he shook Deirdre's hand, it was clammy and, and then slimy. She said he's a sleaze. He's got a little hand. The guy's got a little hand because he's got a little penis. It makes yeah. his, it makes his no, penis feel no, bigger. No, I heard, the, I heard the opposite. I heard horse, horse and mule. I heard. Well, yes, stop it. Listen, listen, that's why I, I have hands like Cream Abdul-Jabbar. 
to make my penis look normal. So that's all I'm saying. That's hilarious. So, Ken, good luck with the whole thing. Uh, everybody, check it out. Follow at Ken Pettigrew. Turn into KenPettigrew.com on tonight at 8 p.m. for the show. And good luck with it all. And have a great weekend. Let us know all how right, you Jimmy Star, Thanks very much, brothers. All right. Bye. Take care, babe. Bye-bye. That's funny. I was reading Glamour magazine, and they had a thing about who had like the biggest penises in Hollywood. And one of the guys that has the biggest penis is the guy from Mad Men. Probably the guy from Mad Men and Jared Leto from uh, Thirty Seconds to Mars, and I forgot well, who the other Bill, ones were. Bill Maher's supposed to be a Superman, but the guy from Mad Men. You know, I'm kind of angry because the creator made him gorgeous with a beautiful body, and that too. You know, that's not fair. You got to share it around. <laughs> Although, spread it around. Then again, now you're supposed to come in with the cue. Well, you got it all too. You do have it all, too, honey. Okay. You got it all. I had to cue him on that one. Wow. I'm training him. You know, he's in training. He has to Listen learn. to him, Chad. He's, he's training you me. You got it well, all. Well, he has to learn. Like, I give him the cue, like, look at me. And he goes, you're magnificent. You know, things like that. You, like, touch me. It, it's you called Chad, tell him how magnificent he looks. Fabulous. I'm training, <laughs> I'm training Jimmy Starr. Three things training. I want him to do. Stop mm. throwing the bath towels on the floor. Jimmy. Two, close the, the, the linen closet door. Oh, shit. And three... Please, oh please, in the morning, do not jump all over the bed and wake me up. Do you do that? No, I don't jump on the bed and wake like him a up. Well, actually, kid? he's in his, he's he in his office. He gets up ahead of me before no, no, no. I do. I'm, I'm, in the, I'm in bed asleep, and he's in the office. Let's <laughs> wake up. 12, 12 30 or 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning, what? he's through at his work in the office, and he comes in the room, and he doesn't crawl in bed. He leaps in bed. No. And then when I sit like up, he's like, oh, are you awake? I do not. Whoops. He's making that Sorry, up. Sorry, were you sleeping? I'm not making that up, Jimmy. That, people out there, you know he, I don't He's lie. making that up. I'm not making it up, Jimmy. <laughs> he looks serious. All the time you do that. Most of the time, I here's what he does, part. Chad. Most of the time he has his TV on super loud. He and deaf? then he'll turn it off like 10 minutes before I go in there. Because he you knows know, you're coming? And yeah, pretend like I you're asleep? So, like so I can wake him up. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, like I make no noise compared to how noisy the TV is. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> well, I would, I would recommend you start coming in 15 minutes earlier than you usually do. And the reason why the television is loud is Scooby, my dog, snores uh. like you cannot believe. He sounds like a lumberjack. Like, when, Scooby, no, when Scooby snores, you can't hear the dialogue. It's awesome. He's the, so cute. The television, you can't, hear the, you can't hear what they're saying. <laughs> I mean, like, that loud, huh? like, a, like a bear. Oh, that's good stuff. And Scoob, Scooby sleeps right next to me on my side of the bed on the floor, and Star sleeps on Jimmy's side, and Star all night long. <laughs> it's like a zoo in there. It's disgusting. Between the two of them, my lord. How do you get any I mean, sleep? We, we have our own zoo. Anyway, yeah, Scooby <laughs> snores big time. Like, like Scoob's. He's my cutie pie. We were out laying on the chaise lounge before the show. I always like to take 20 minutes of quiet. Right. And I was on one chaise lounge, and Scooby was lying on the other. And Jimmy came out and he said, that is so cute. They were adorable. I mean, Chad, you're talking about a dog. It's like a, you know, it's like 110 pounds or something. He's, he's huge. He showed himself on the show here before. Where is yeah, he? Oh, yeah, that's right. You've seen him. Like, he's the coolest sure. dog ever. He's huge. But he's, he's a, a yeah, he's huge. Like he's Marmaduke. Fun, mm-hmm. So anyway, we should do a Dynapep commercial. Because Dynapep is a sponsor of the Jimmy Star Show, and Dynapep is the best and first energy micro shot, and it's smaller than a lipstick vial. It fits in your pocket. It doesn't have any sugar, so it's good for diabetics. Um, you can go to one. You can call one eight hundred do Dynapep or go to dynapep.com to find out more about it. You can follow them on Twitter. It's at Dynapep Shots or like their Facebook page, Dynapep Energy. And uh, it's just a great product. It keeps you awake, gives you ten hours of energy, and it's got no sugar, no carbs, no crash. Dynapep. Dynapep. 
Dynapep. Dynapep. I, 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 I must confess, I threw some Dynapep in my diet soda when, oh we, did, when we did Croker. Well, you I know, Chad, you're going to be angry, but I was dressed at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. We were filming all kinds of shots, and then we got in the, in the, uh, the what do you call it, the, the company trucks to go to the site. They set up, you know how long it takes a crew to set up film. And I'm standing there and standing there in the middle of the woods with ticks and I said bats and bees and all that crap. <laughs> then nighttime came. It was freezing Syphilis. cold. It was 52 degrees. It was that cold spell we had a couple of days ago. <laughs> right. And thank God for Dynapep or I would have collapsed on the ground. We filmed till almost three o'clock in the morning. And of course, my uh, producer or director decides to give my most potent scene to be the end when I didn't have any energy left at all. And this is when Sheriff Ben Cade is fed up with everybody and he just goes berserk and he has to have all his energy and he has to belt that dialogue out and he's an incredibly insane cop. And I had to do that at almost 3 o'clock in the morning. And thank you, Dynapep, you got me through it. I could not have done it without Dynapep. There you go. It's like a secret of the entertainment industry. Yeah, and I, you know, it may not be good for you. I don't, is that stuff good for you? Yeah, it's all natural. Oh, if it's natural, how could it hurt? That's what they say. Well, they better say it because I don't take crap in my body. This I'm drinking right now is Some, root beer, natural root beer. Is that it's colored delicious. aspartame? No, it does not. This is no, it doesn't. It's actually, a real deal. It's, it's, called, made, it's called Birch beer. No fructose. Let's maybe, see. maybe fructose. It's made in Pennsylvania. It's about a 150-year-old company that makes this root beer back in when George was here, Washington. It says sugar? I've got, no, mine is, mine is diet without sugar, sugar-free. Oh, that's aspartame. It's got aspartame? I what am I so. going to do? I can't go through life worrying. I'm trying to cut back on the Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> it's I, all I, like, good. stopped the Mountain Dew, and it has all my favorite flavors. So today how do you- I'm drinking... Today I'm drinking Hawaiian Punch, which is probably not much better, but it's a little better. I've got to tell you, I'm going to give these people a free commercial. Get it. It's the I best. don't believe you can get this anywhere but in Pennsylvania. What's it called? It's called Pennsylvania Dutch. Hmm. Birch beer. Birch beer. And it's a it's hundred and something years old. 200 and something years old. Recipe, right? They've been, they've been making this stuff, and it's absolutely delicious. And I don't think it's got too many harmful things in it. That's right. I don't think so either. So one thing, too, we should say congratulations to us and everybody at W4CY. We're going to be on iHeart Talk Radio. Yeah. Chad, what, what, isn't that, that's cool, isn't it? What are we that's a big on? foot in the door. iHeart Talk Radio. What's that? <sighs> Jeepers. Is that a good thing? Just <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a great good, thing. In fact, oh, I even heard on the way to work this morning. We're excited. In fact, on the way to work this morning, I heard a uh, commercial on FM radio for uh, iHeart Talk, and they were mentioning the big names in talk radio now being available for iHeart. So we're in that door, too. Yeah, that's cool. Even Did the, they say the, the Jimmy Star Show starring Ron Russell? That's right. They said even the little people will be on there, too. But you always oh. have to remember that the uh, the big names were once little small names, too. You know? Oh, that's Dean. I thought you were Chad for a minute. It's Dean. That's Chad. I, I sound like Dean. That's Chad. You know, you and Dean are together so long, you're sounding alike. Well, we're from the same state, been working together for six years, so I don't know. Right. I thought that was Dean for a minute. Because Dean would say something. Actually, like it's that. a cool thing because the Jimmy Star Show is also on Stitcher. And Stitcher, like all the major radio people are on there, like everybody who's like super big and... And actually, we're super big. We're ninth on the internet-based shows, and we're 24th in all AM, FM, internet, 
you know, satellite radio, so there. It's all coming know, together. I'll get excited the day that we're on television. I'm a television person. I'm not a snob. I really don't look you down at You are on radio. television. Well, it's not the network television, well, but you're, you're on, I mean, you're I'm, on I'm visual. I've cameras, you know, proper lighting, Makeup, a director, you know, done the clothing. proper way. Uh, I'm in these uh, strange films now that I'm doing. I'm used to Hollywood, the big productions, and now I'm working with these independent films. And it's totally different. I mean, my God, the things they improvise and use and do More to make an effect is amazing how they can really, on a small budget, make a film that Hollywood would spend millions on. Exactly. So radio, to me, is a whole new thing also. But I've gotten the hang of it, I think. I'm a lot better now than the first Everybody time Everybody loves on. you. No, thank you very much. But the first time I was on, you know, I thought, my God, where's my camera? I don't see a red light lighting up. And I got frantic. I thought... What you're, am I doing here? You're like, but what's now, with that little webcam thingy? <laughs> well, no, <laughs> I know. I, I, that's why I insisted on a monitor in front of me so <laughs> I could see myself because I am so used to working with my own, you know, visual. Uh, you learn from it. You learn not to do mouth expressions, which I do because I have a tooth that has to come out. God forgive you, me. You know what I notice you do? Right here. Huh? You do this. I know I do that. You know why? I got a tooth here that's a fake tooth. Uh, stuck. They stuck it up it. my face years ago with a screw, and now it's gone bad, and they have to pull this tooth out and put another fake one in. Fun. So I do that all the time because it's driving me crazy. It's loose. It's wiggling. Okay, we need to change the topic. <laughs> no, listen, I tell it like it is. What do you think? I'm made out of uh, ceramic? I mean, topic I'm a real person. Ken Pettigrew wrote, nobody loves Ron like Ron loves Ron. <laughs> This is true. Ken, Ken, Love yourself. Ken, 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 you're so wrong about that. You are so wrong about that. You couldn't be right. Tell him, Jimmy, how wrong yeah, you, you are. Yeah, you couldn't be any wrong. I am. I am my own worst enemy. Critic. I don't like. He is critical. I actually. don't like my face, my body, my age, my personality. We were at the doctor today. The doctors were all like. Just drooling over him, how great looking he is, and please, how good he looks. Please, I have, and they knew his real age. I am, I am my <laughs> own worst enemy. I, I don't think who I am. Believe me, I just make this out to be a big shot guy, but I'm really not. People that know me, yeah, he's not. You know what? We we pulled in, we pulled yeah. in from the grocery store earlier today, and he had to carry the groceries, and then he goes, "You know what? I'm a movie star. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have to carry these groceries." <laughs> what am I doing? You see, people confuse my humor thinking I'm making a statement that I believe in. Most of what I say is all fluff. It's all fun. So when I do that starring Ron and stuff, that's to get a laugh out of the audience. You know, I feel a comedian, if he can't laugh at himself, he's not going to go too far. And I'm a great, great stand-up. When I did stand-up, I mostly did it as Jane Russell and drag. And I used to do fabulous jokes about being a woman, all women's jokes. And the audience loved it because they were honest and I was honest. If you go out there and you let them, you think like Milton Berle, who I unfortunately knew in my youth, um, he chased me all over New York, that idiot. Anyway, um, he, he wasn't, he was, he was, he, he bashed the, the audience. He didn't, he, he insulted and bashed the audience. Can't do that. Anyway. Anyway, Anyhow. Star, Mr. Star, we're going to take a break, Mr. Movie Star. How's that? We're going to take a little music break. Oh, good. Which music are we have? We're going to go Cat of Nine Tails. And, uh, Cat hey, everybody. So Cat of Nine Tails is a single, A Tiger in a Tropical Storm. It came out last week. It's on Monarchy Records. They got a new video. Chad, did you by chance have the video? Um, I can whip it up real quick. Okay, it's yeah, Tiger in a Tropical Storm. It's on YouTube. That blonde, and, uh, that blonde guy is so gorgeous. He is beautiful. That's Berkeley Priest. I like the eyes. Priest and creator. Great they idea are awesome. with the eyes. Say it again, Chad. I said great idea with the eyes in that video. 
Yeah, isn't that cool? So, uh, so we're going to play it for everybody. It's available on iTunes right now. Here it is, Tiger in a Tropical Storm by Cat and Nine Tails. Ow!
You're a tiger. It's an awesome song, everybody. That's Cat of Nine Tails. It's very, very unique. It's very different. There's nothing out, out in Radio Land like it or in the music world. I think they're going to be super successful. Chad, you like that? I do like it, Tiger. I do, too. Meanwhile, this friggin' wire, I'm getting, I don't care what Jimmy says. Jimmy says, oh, it looks so cool, the earphones were holding a mic. I feel like it's 1934 and I'm in some radio station, I don't know where. I am getting next week the piece that goes over with the mouthpiece so I don't have to hold the mic. It's funny because we had that before and he didn't like it. Get some earbuds. When when did I have it before? When we first started here, that's what we had. We did not. Get you some ears. We We had one. you're crazy. When do we have that thing? We had them when we first well, started. Well, get them back. I want them you back. You didn't like them. They're like significantly cheaper than the stuff we're using now. Well, what I have now is annoying. This goddamn wire is always hanging <laughs> oh, in my you, face. I hate this You wire. did the bad word again. I, what bad word? God made it. Damn it. <laughs> I'm gonna, if I had a scissor, I'd cut this wire, but then I guess you wouldn't hear me anymore. That would be a good thing. But um, no, seriously, look at this thing hanging. Put it, put, it, put, it, put it on your back. I had it on my back, and it keeps falling forward. It's driving me up a wall. If you're watching, you see me constantly doing that. Maybe run it up your shirt next time. Pardon? Run it up your shirt next time. No. Yeah. I would like a lavalier like they do on television. There you go. Or a boom. Somebody's standing here with a boom mic. Cash cash your credit. (laughs) This radio is so primitive. Oh. Oh. How can you stand it? Oh. Ain't it the truth, babe? I think it's hilarious. <laughs> just Josh and just kidding around. Well, let's see how much we have. About five minutes left. Yeah. So what we got to do is uh, we first we want to give a shout out to everybody uh, playing the Jimmy Star Show. Starting off with our home station W4CY. It's awesome. The whole station is on iHeartRadio. Uh, talk radio, it's going to be coming out. It's super cool, and it's a great, great station. Uh, we have WROM in Detroit, which is WROMRadio.net, and it's at WROMRadio on Twitter. Planet Radio, it's Planet Radio Network, and it's at Planet Radio Net. Um, we also have Jackalope Radio in Kansas City, 76th Street Network in Omaha, Nebraska. It's 76thstreetnetwork.com. You can follow them on Twitter at 76th Street Network. And Bad Tomato FM in Washington, D.C., badtomato.fm. Follow them on Twitter. It's at Bad Tomato FM. We're going to go see The Conjuring tonight. I don't know if anybody saw it, but it's got uh, good reviews. And how sad it is that we lost two networks. They went out of business. And I feel badly. I hate to hear anybody goes out of business. But those are the two that we don't name anymore. That's right. <laughs> they, they, how, do, how does a radio station go out of business? Everything is born. Know? Everything dies. Everything's born, everything dies. It's, it's expensive. Right. Ask Dean. It costs a lot to run a station. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, so do you think, do you think Dean is going to lose his radio station? So? No way. Dean's, Dude, Dean's Dean. on top of his shit. Lose it? No. There's only- oh, because how do, these are two major radio stations that went, went under belly up. Yeah. Oh, well. That's kind of scary. It's because they, they're, it goes. Cause they're sticking mm-hmm. with the dinosaur techniques. That's true. You don't Tell cha- people what that means. Tell Ron what that means. I, I mean, don't if you don't means. change with the times, you're going to be left in the times. Right. Well, that's why. That, you know why they. That's not- all the modern technology. You got to stay on top of all the modern technology. Mm-hmm. But you know, they had the Jimmy Star Show. We should have kept them afloat. Oh well. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we keep go. we keep W four Y C afloat. You can't even say the damn name, right? That's it wasn't for us. You know, Dean would be out probably cleaning pools around the Florida area. You're gonna get smacked. Ah, I love, <laughs> I good love stuff. Dean. He knows I love him. Dean is Dean is a cool guy. He's got a mouth like mine, and we love to play back and forth. We see who could outdish the other one, and we have no hard feelings about it. We we, we actually embrace it because it's kind of like New York to New York, and it's fun. Dean is a good guy. Let me tell you, I like Dean a lot. No problems with Dean. And Chad, tell us where you're playing this weekend. 
This weekend, I guess if you're in West Palm area, we'll be playing uh, Bonefish Max Friday night, 9 to 12. We'll be also in Wellington at JoJo's on Saturday, 9 to 12. And then we're down in Lantana, Florida at the old Key Lime House from 4 to 8. Wow. Sunday. That's good. That that fish place really likes you. You're there forever. Smell that? It's not us. <laughs> what did he say? He said, smell that? It's not us. Fish place? <laughs> what, what's the name of it? Somebody's uh, fish restaurant. Old, you never been at. to the old Key Lime House before on Lantana Boulevard? No, the other one you mentioned. Bonefish Max. Uh, oh, Bonefish yeah, Bone, Max. Bonefish Max. What about them? No, they're more I of said, a sports you, You've bar. been playing there a lot. Yeah, they like us every Friday. Now, for, for all of our listeners, I want you to know exactly what is it Chad does. If it wasn't for Chad, this show wouldn't be coming to you. That's what he does. He works a panel board. He puts up the visuals, and he controls our sounds and speeches, and he tells us what we're doing And he wrong. takes on all our callers and, and guests. He, and, I mean, he works like a dog. You know, and I think you should get a raise. We're going to have to talk to Dean about that. Uh, I just got Otherwise, one. Otherwise, we're all going to pick it and not be on the air and make him lose his business, so he'll have to clean pools. But um, Chad Murphy does a, a, a tremendous job, plus having that gorgeous voice. Thank you, sir. And he looks like his voice, girls out there and boys that are listening. Amazing. He's one sexy hunk of a guy. And he's a singer and a performer, and he's just a super person, and I like Chad. He performs as Chad and Heather. Chad's a good guy. Chad, did you guys ever cut a record? No, we've uh, recorded some stuff in, like, the living room. That's about it. Okay. It sounds pretty good. You should, because everybody would like hearing you. You should, like, get one of your best recordings, and then we'll play it one day for everybody. No, you know what? You should sing Old Man River. With that voice, old man, river, that old man. <laughs> I bet river. he doesn't do that kind of songs. With that voice, for is Ron, an old I will. man river voice. For Ron, I will. Bless. Yes, you. of course. Well, I have to sing on Jimmy's birthday to him, my funny Valentine. You gonna dress up like Marilyn Monroe? No, I sing it as Ron Russell. Okay. Marilyn's dead. <laughs> Actually, Chad, everybody keeps saying you need to get on Twitter. You should get on Twitter. Why are you like revolting against Twitter? I'll have Heather get on it then. I'll have her make up some for us. Yeah, have her make up something for you. You'll probably get a lot of followers Maybe like quick. Maybe Chad and Heather on Twitter or something, you know. Yeah, that's good. All yeah, right, you guys I'm on should it. do that. That'd be fun. We can I'm, promote on, your stuff. I'm on Twitter, and I get a lot of twats you all day it? long. <laughs> yeah? Twats. He still coming. doesn't know how to do it. He just kind of, like, goes back. Sometimes he, like, looks at it. Another, he, he really only wanted to go on Twitter mostly because he wants to get in touch with who? Oh, that snot. Oh, that snot. Where do I get her? <laughs> Oh, I'm, I'm going to... her name? S- Fran Drescher. Fran, he wants oh, Fran yeah. Drescher to come on the show. We Ooh, haven't been able Fran. to get her. I'm going to kill her when I get her. She better, <laughs> get, she better get on this damn show. She needs to tweet you. Come I don't on, even know her. Fran. But when I meet her, first of all, I'm going to start to kiss her like crazy. I love her. She's so beautiful. And I'm going to kiss her because I love her. And then I'm going to tell her, Fran, you know, where have you been? We need you on the radio show. Save Dean's Network. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, he's going to get chlorine poisoning from cleaning pools. And we don't That's want that funny. to happen. No, I love Fran Drescher, and she's been ignoring my twats or tweets or twits, whatever they're called. And so I'm just going to have to wait till I get to L.A. and go up to, you know, the colony at Malibu and knock on her door and Fran! say, Franella, darling, it's Ooh, Ronala. knocked on the door, too. That made it nice. What? My son I say, Franella, it's Ronala. You have to come <laughs> They on. want you to sing on True Ghost Stories, too, Chad. And it says they, they want you to sing on True, true Ghost Stories. Everybody loves Fran Drescher, so they would love it if she would come on. So I love keep her. working on it. I really love her. One and unique she's laugh. From, she lives one town away from where I came from. And my best friend, Michael Landern, Landers, worked there as hair colorist in Altissima Beauty Salon where Fran worked. And I remember he said to me, wow, we got this nutty girl. She's a hairdresser and she's crazy and funny. And it was Fran Drescher, of course, before she did anything, you know. But she was a fabulous hairstylist and a very funny lady. That was Altissima on, um, I forgot what, Boulevard in uh, Flushing. Anyway, 
Anyway, we're working on it. One of these days, maybe we're going to get we'll Fran get Drescher. Her. We'll get her. Well, I know once I get to her, she'll do it. It's just these, they have so many people like Angie, Angelina Jolie. I can't get to Angie. There's so many people you have to go through. And, you know, they don't, enough, you know I've been using Ron Russell like a jerk. She doesn't know me as Ron Russell. She knows me as Ron Serego, which is my real name. And it dawned on me, stupid, why don't you use your real name? She doesn't know who Ron Russell is. Anyway, we want to thank everybody for tuning in to the Jimmy Star Show today. We had a great time. Thanks, everybody, in the chat room. Next week, we're going to do a super cool new music episode of the Jimmy Star Show. Yay! And we're going to debut the new song by Orlando Napier from The Yay! Voice. Going to be awesome. We hope everybody had a great time. Tune in next week, and everybody have a great weekend. Peace out, everybody. Later. Be happy. Myself and known as Alfie, the one and only the Turkish MC. Always love the clothes of Jimmy. Betty 